0: Welcome to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. Enjoy this new message from Pastor Brian Gibbs. Uh, That's above our regular tithes and offerings here at Victory. That'll happen at the end of our service. But tonight, uh, we want to go right in. um, Actually, we want to go in to encountering the Lord. (laughs) That's really what we want. I believe that the Lord wants to um, enlarge our world and enlarge our life and enlarge our vision. Amen. And uh, I'm speaking that over my life. The Lord wants to enlarge my life. He wants to enlarge my vision. He wants to enlarge my capacity. And I believe that through relationship and through different ministries in the body of Christ. Um, we're able to see a realm into the heart of God uh, that is uniquely different from, from our world. My life has been greatly impacted by the lives of missionaries throughout the world. How many of you would say your life too has been impacted through missionaries throughout the earth? Um, tonight, this is a very special weekend. This is November the 2nd. And starting tonight and obviously tomorrow, because most churches have Sunday morning services, they're gonna be honoring and giving and remembering the persecuted family of God. And I think so often when we say the persecuted church, it somewhat separates us from them and them from us. And I believe that um, the Holy Spirit wants to unite our hearts with them and unite their hearts with us so that we walk in a fresh burning revelation that we are one church. Well, they are not just the persecuted church and we're the church in America. And that is not how the Lord, that's not how the Holy Spirit desires that we look at the church, that we are one body, amen? We are one body, we are one bride, we are one church. And so tonight, um, we're going to be remembering. We're gonna be praying. Um, we're gonna be opening the altars here in just a, the next few moments. We're going to be, I'm gonna be sharing a couple videos tonight that we've prepared for you. And I wanna prepare you for the videos. Um, I tried to be uh, discretionary uh, concerning the videos. On a one to 10, these, these videos are about a three or a four in the level of intensity. And um, so I wanted to use discretion in preparing for tonight. Um, But we want to look into a lens of of a family. Uh, First, The first video that we're going to be engaging in is out of Afghanistan, this family that moved out of South Africa to go and serve in Afghanistan. And then the next um, video is a family out of Syria. The third video is uh, from FAI. Missions, um, who we are supporting and our dollars are going to tonight, along with Open Doors USA for Bibles to go into the Middle East. And FAI is based out of Israel in the Golan Heights. And then finally, there's a fourth video, and it's a partnership video that we're going to see this evening. And then I've prepared a specific special word that I believe that the Lord wants to give and release for the house When we conclude all of that, when we finish up with these four videos tonight, when I conclude with the message for the house, we're gonna receive a special offering tonight that will go to the nations. And right now, um, my wife was showing me some of the financials today for victory. Right now, just in our general missions fund, we have, I believe there's $1,074, so $1,075.14, something like that, I remember. But we're going to take everything that comes in tonight and throughout this week. We had many actually write me today, many text me today and said, we're out of state, we're at a conference, we're here, we're there. But pastor, we're going to be giving tonight into this miracle offering for missions. And so every one of us are making this a priority and so what we will do tonight 100% of your mission offering plus the uh, money in our general missions fund 100% of it will go to missions you understand that so um, when we had our friends in from India again I really want to commend our church because it was just two months ago that we gave over five thousand dollars for the work of the Lord to go forward in India. Come on, give God praise for that. You know, this family, this church, the generosity out of this family, out of this church, and for us just a couple months ago to give over $5,000 to India, and now what we're going to give tonight, and specifically I'm going to give you some strategic points and bullseyes tonight that you can map out where our giving is going and you'll have clarity and greater understanding. And so what I want to do, um, I'm, going to, I'm going to return to the pulpit after these four videos. We're going to go right through these in tandem. But what I want to do is I want to pray, and if you take a hand next to you, I, I want to pray that the Holy Spirit will do something very strategic, very deep in your spirit and in your heart tonight. Can you believe for that, that the Lord would enlarge your life, that the Lord would enlarge your world Holy Spirit, I believe, I believe that you desire to speak and challenge and convict and also invite us to a beautiful invitation of partnership with you for the earth. I believe that, Lord. So, Lord, even now, as your angels are here in the sanctuary with the family and Lord, as we're about to engage and watch these videos, I pray that the anointing of the Holy Spirit moves and releases the gifts tonight that you desire to impart deep in our heart, deep in our spirit, Lord. And Lord, let us see greater. And let us see you, Lord, dancing over the nations, singing over the nations, beckoning the nations to come in and the harvest to be full and reaped in Jesus' name. Do you receive that tonight? Amen. 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 Guys, if you could help me back there with the lights as well. I'd like you to take your Bibles tonight and turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Last year, um, a dear ministry that has been in our lives in the nation of India, a ministry that we have partnered with and sewed into, Um, we learned that uh, Hindu soldiers had come to the compound and had taken most of the staff and um, killed the majority of the staff and if they would not renounce their faith in Jesus, that they would maim them cutting off a, a foot, cutting off a hand, cutting off an arm. And those that they left alive, they ended up cutting out every one of their tongues. Our friends that led this ministry in India have now returned and live in Colorado Springs. I don't know. Um, this, is, this is evidently, it's, this is a very difficult subject matter for the American church. And I don't know how... The Lord is going to impact you and use this tonight, but I know that he is. And let him speak to you. Be challenged tonight. Please don't put up your walls. Can you do that? Don't put up or insulate your heart from what the Lord wants to say to us tonight and release through the body. I'm in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, are you there? It says this, it says in verse 18, it says, but now God has set members, each of them in the body just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, would they, uh, where would the body be? Excuse me. But now, indeed, there are many members, yet one body, and the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor can the head to the feet say, I have no need of you. No, much rather, these members are of the body, which seem to be weaker, are necessary. And those members of the body, which think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor and our unpresentable parts to have greater modesty, but our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to the part which lacks it, that there would be no schism in the body. If you're, if you're unfamiliar with the word schism tonight, it means a split or uh, a, a division, strongly opposed sections or parties within the body of Christ. The Lord doesn't want there to be divisions, right? He doesn't want there to be splits. He doesn't want there to be strifes. So he says that there would be no schisms in the body, but that you should, that, but that members should have the same care for one another. I, I want to read that again so we don't hurt all over that, but that members should have the same care for one another. Well, Pastor Brian, that's why we hire you. No, that's not how it works. Like no, that that's your job, Pastor Brian. You're to be out caring for the sheep. You're to be going to the hospital. You're to be going to homes. Well, yes, I am, but it but according to the scriptures it actually says that the members should be having the same care for one another. And then it says if one member suffers all the members suffers with it or if one member is honored all the members rejoice with it now you are the body of Christ and members individually you know right now in the year 2019 and we're about to crest into a new year of 2020 the roaring 20s amen 2019, more Christians, this is hard to hear, but more Christians are suffering for their faith than any other time in world history. I want to say that again. More Christians are suffering for their faith right now in 2019, more than any other time in history. Millions of believers right now are placed, they are within a place where they are oppressed, They are imprisoned, they are discriminated against, and they're violently attacked for their faith, all because they believe in Jesus. Hear that tonight. They are attacked all because they believe in Jesus. But tonight, the good news is that you and I can help. And I often say this, is that there's three ways that you can go. You can physically go. There are times when the Lord will open up opportunities to go. I see Mike and Christina near near the back, and I remember the years that they uh, were coming to us and saying the Lord was calling them to Mozambique, and they literally went to Heidi and Roland Baker's ministry there at Iris and went to Mozambique and served there. And there are many others in this body who have went and served. Debbie has just come back again from China, and so. There are times when we can go and we can serve, but we can all pray. And when you pray, you're going. Hear that tonight. When you pray, you are going. When you intercede, you are going. When you stand in the secret place and you go before the Lord and you call upon the Lord for those believers in Iraq and in Iran and in Syria and Afghanistan, you are going. And we all believe in the authority and the power of the name of Jesus that when we loose his name and when we decree that angels will go and assist, we believe it is happening the other way that you can go is by your giving you can go through your giving and that is what we are doing tonight to sacrifice to sow and plant a seed for the church not just the persecuted church but the church and this is what we have to take ownership of tonight these are our sisters These are our brothers that we take ownership of the family of God and we stand united as Paul wrote. He says that if one member of the body suffers, then we all as members, we suffer with them. And I believe it's something that the Lord and His divine plan wants to enlarge our vision and enlarge our hearts to have greater understanding so that we are not believers that are looking through a, a vision uh, like the size of a straw, looking through the hole of just seeing our little world, our little our little life, our, our life here in this region in southwest Florida, but that the Lord can enlarge the place of His habitation inside our spirit and our heart and that literally the world can become your prayer room. Literally, that the world can become your prayer room. That God can use you to go and intercede and go and pray and physically go. But take your sacrifice, your sacrificial offerings of your work, your diligence, your obedience. And when you just plant that seed and you place it in the hands of the Lord, there's no telling until the light of eternity when we stand before the Lord what our seeds and what our giving did to advance and enlarge and increase the body of Christ worldwide. Come on, give God praise. Come on. It says when one is honored, then all of the members, they rejoice. We're one one family. We're one body. We're one church. You saw Dalton Thomas tonight, and I wanted you to know about... This is concerning Dalton with FAI missions. Dalton is is literally here from Venice, Florida. He's a homeboy. And I got introduced to his ministry in in late 2015. And his mom was a missionary to the Middle East. And God has used his life, his family's life, to build such an amazing team and amazing staff. And they now base out of the Golan Heights... In Israel, the Golan Heights is on the northern border. When you look at the small sliver of the nation of Israel, you look up towards the Sea of Galilee. And on the other side of the Sea of Galilee, you see the mountains of the Golan Heights. And that's where FAI Missions is based. Did you see how they are literally... Did you see those gates open that the IDF soldiers... Who, who are the IDF? That's the Israeli Defense Force israeli defense force did you see that scene where it was a green shot and it was it was in the night where you saw those idf soldiers opening up those large gates we were right there at the top right down the road from those gates our our team last year and fai uh, fai is having the gates open for them by the idf soldiers here they are i you got to hear it again let it land in your spirit Here's the children of Israel opening the gates for the Christians to go through and minister life to the Muslims. It's so powerful, so powerful. But not only just bringing humanitarian aid and rescuing lives and water and food, but they're bringing the power of the Lord, bringing the name of Jesus, bringing the witness of the gospel video after video I could have shared tonight but there when it comes to FAI that was that was probably the most moderate video that I could show here at Victory the the intensity of the war in Syria and what they are engaging in face to face in the midst of warfare is un Precedented, But the Muslim people are, it's just staggering to them that as as they're being served in in, in the middle of a war-torn nation that these Christians are loving them, serving them, literally saving their lives, sewing them back up, rescuing their children, bringing people back to life. They're asked, why are you doing this? Why would you even come here? Why would you do this for us? And their answer is simple, because Jesus has commanded us to come to you. Wow. Wow. I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of that. I'm inviting you to be a part of this. Amen? Open Doors uh, USA. That last video that we saw tonight, and I encourage you to go on Open Doors USA. Org. opendoorsusa.org. I encourage you to go there. When you go on the website, you will find the top 50 nations that are engaged right now in, the, in the, the highest level of persecution for the Christian church. I want to read you the top 10. Can I do that? Number one is North Korea. Number two is Afghanistan. Number three is Somalia. Number four is Libya. Number five, Pakistan. Number six, Sudan. Number seven, Eritrea. Number eight, Yemen. Number nine, Iran. This is amazing. We're learning now that Iran is having one of the greatest revivals and outpourings right now as we sit here. Come on. Isn't that awesome? They're, they're number nine On the most intense persecution list for Christians yet, the body of Christ is exploding in unprecedented numbers. And we are told that God is using and raising up women to lead and advance and multiply the church in apostolic force and power. Those that through the Muslim faith have been raped countless times... Uh, incarcerated countless times, yet are standing for the power of the gospel and will not be silenced. It's amazing what the Lord is doing. It's amazing the anointing that he's releasing to stand as bold as lions in the midst of nations where Christianity is under such intense scrutiny. Number 10 is India. And I wanted to give you number 11 tonight, which we are focusing on as well with India is Syria. Number 11 being Syria. Tonight, um, through open Bibles or open doors, excuse me, as we sow, I have shared with you before that every $7 buys one Bible along with discipleship training manuals. Every $7 buys a Bible and puts discipleship training for them to learn the pillars of the Word of God, to be taught, to instruct, to believe, and have understanding. And I want you to consider that tonight in your giving. I've already expressed, and I, and I express on the behalf of me and my wife, I want to thank you for the $5,000 that you recently just sowed into India. I'll tell you what, it's so generous and it's so amazing. And I love how God's people are generous. Amen? I love it. Um, Our partnership with FAI Mission, and uh, as I've already shared in Israel, and through Open Doors USA tonight, we will provide these things. We will provide new Bibles with study and discipleship training materials. We will provide humanitarian aid, which is medical supplies, which is emergency food, emergency water, and clothing. Also, we will be giving aid and help in this for women and children for the advancement of safe houses as they're in the middle of intense warfare. They receive trauma counseling there. They receive uh, literacy and job training there. And again, 100% of your mission offering tonight will go towards that. I want you to go to Matthew chapter 25 tonight. And I want us to hear the words of Jesus. These powerful, powerful words of Jesus. Matthew chapter 25. And I'm going to begin to read in verse 31. And when the Son of Man comes in His glory and all His holy angels with Him, then He will sit on His throne of His glory. All the nations will be gathered before Him, and He will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. And He will set the sheep on His right hand and the goats on His left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, come, you, blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. (laughs) This is amazing. This is still the words of Jesus. Ready? Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when? When did we see you hungry and feed you and and thirsty and and give you drink When did we see a stranger and and take you in or or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. (sighs) Then... He will say to those on his left hand, depart from me. You cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, you gave me no food. I was thirsty, you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, you did not take me in. Naked and did not clothe me, sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. And then they will also answer him and say... Lord, when did we see you hungry? When did we see you thirsty or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer to them saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And they will go away into everlasting punishment. But read these next words. But the righteous into everlasting life. It's powerful words. It's a powerful commission. It's a powerful commission. It's a powerful command. That the Lord wants to set inside of my heart and your heart tonight to open our eyes to see those that are in prison. Tonight, while we sit in this room, our sisters and our brothers around the world are locked in prison and they are locked in chains. They are locked behind bars tonight because they love Jesus, because they preached His word because they said his name in the streets, because they had home meetings, meeting in India, in Pakistan, in Iraq, in Iran, in Yemen, in Saudi Arabia, in Syria. These are things that we don't hear often, even in the church or behind the pulpit. I believe in this season of our lives as a family together. In this time in our family, in this season, victory has just turned two years of age. Here we are in just the infancy of building pillars for this house. And in the midst of putting the pillars into this house, the Lord desires to put the nations in our heart. A few... Uh, It's been a month and a half now, I was in Dallas, Texas, with one of my dear friends and someone who serves alongside of our ministry. We went to Dallas, Texas, and we went to Chuck Pierce's church called Glory of Zion. While we were there, I was walking through the sanctuary and looking amongst the seats, and there were signs on the seats that were saved and reserved and I remember looking down this row, and it said, Mongolia. <laughs> I mean, all of these seats, these reserve-saved seating signs, there it was, Mongolia. <laughs> On the other side, walking, the, I'm just walking through the sanctuary praying, Cambodia, Australia, New Zealand, all of these signs all over the place. I listened to Chuck Pierce that night amongst many other voices that imparted into the conference. But I listened to him how the Lord opened his heart and his mind and his spirit to receive the nations. Hear that tonight. He opened his heart. See, it's something that the Holy Spirit does. It's not Brian coercing you. It's me being a vessel and a messenger to give you an invitation from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will court your heart, much like He continues to court our heart and our family and this church. He wants to enlarge our life and our sphere of faith for the nations of the earth. And I watched as that auditorium was just packed out and teeming with the nations of the earth coming there for Rosh Hashanah for the Head of the Year New Year Conference. While I was watching, it, I said, Lord, you know, you have you have opened my heart before and throughout several decades of ministry, and I've, I've seen you do it here and there in different nations, and God has sent us to different nations as as a voice for him. I've taken teams to different nations at times. But I believe in this key word that God keeps releasing to his body, that he's going to do an accelerated work in this new era and this new decade in the 20s. I believe this. I believe that this offering tonight Many of you already give in missions. We give in missions. But I believe that this offering is going to be another first fruits and significant gift, just like our gift was to India through David and Janet Raja. And I believe that the Lord is desiring to open up the doors to the nations to us. We used to sing this song so many years ago, and it came out of Revival. It came from Toronto, from the outpouring there, and it said, Lord, let your glory fall in this place, and let it go forth from here to the nations. Let your fragrance rest in this place as we gather to seek your face. I've sang this song, we've sang this song for 25 years or more, haven't we, honey? Let your glory fall in this room, and let it go forth from here to the nations. Let your fragrance rest in this place as we gather to seek your face. I believe that the Lord wants our intercession, our going, our giving to go to the nations. Amen. I also believe that the Lord wants to bring the nations to us. And as a simple act of obedience, you know, you know, a simple act of obedience is what releases the kingdom. Would you say that with me? A simple act of obedience releases the kingdom. Say it again. A simple act of obedience releases the kingdom. I want to I tell you what a simple act. Can I have a, a, an envelope right there, Mark? A simple act of obedience looks like something a simple act of obedience tonight. This is a way that you can go. This is a way that you could impact those who are being persecuted for the gospel. This is a way for us to stand together to buy Bibles. Some of you will remember several years ago in a church that we first pioneered, that we were able to buy 1,000 Bibles in the language of Urdu to go to Pakistan for brand new believers. Brand new believers, a friend of ours was having unprecedented crusades, and he is to this day. He was having unprecedented crusades, and we were Skyping one day, and I said, John, how are the new believers growing? Do they even have Bibles? He said, Pastor Brian, oh no, they have no Bibles. And I said, well, we want to make sure that these new converts are getting Bibles. We raised money that year, 1,000. We bought 1,000 Bibles. Isn't that phenomenal? Isn't that phenomenal? <laughs> tonight, I want to show you a simple act of obedience. You may have $7 tonight to sew. I want to encourage you, sew it. Buy a Bible by discipleship training. Do it tonight. Ask the Lord what He would have you to do tonight. But then also ask the Lord to enlarge your heart to learn how to pray and intercede greater for the nations. Who knows what the Lord can do in here tonight? Who knows what the Lord may say or, or even as I was in prayer before the service that He would literally drop... A nation and a relationship with you and your family, a relationship in a nation to advance the kingdom. That the Lord can enlarge your life and enlarge your world. Just the other day, we were out and about and we received a text message from a new friend of ours in the nation of Israel, and she was standing up in the Golan Heights by a sign that says Trump Heights. (laughs) Trump Heights. And it was because our president had the courage to acknowledge and say to the world that this particular land that Syria was demanding was theirs. It was not theirs at all. It belonged to Israel. And so they dedicated that land and they called it up in the Golan, Trump Heights. You know, the Lord enlarged our world with new friendships, and that friend sent us that text message, and there we were as a family just gathering, and the text came up on my phone. I said, hey, guys, look at this. You know, the Lord wants to enlarge our world. He wants to enlarge our life. He wants to give us relationships that increase us and cause us to dream and think and give differently. Amen? It's all part of it. It's all part of it. You know, we're believing God for an actual property. I think, what's that, honey? It's coming. That's right. Say it. It's coming. Say it again. It's coming. We're believing God for a property. We're believing God for miracle buildings. For the gospel. But you know what? When David and Janet came in here and you gave and we gave $5,000. And when you give, those of you in this body that give weekly, some of you give weekly. And right now there's over $1,000 sitting in our mission fund ready to ship out. And it's going to ship out. Tonight, some will give online. Some of our family that are away in different states and at conferences tonight called me, Pastor, we're going to be sowing into this. As we make this a priority, see, never underestimate the value of your seed. Never underestimate the value and the importance of your seed. You know, while we're believing for our own God, you know, nothing gets past God. You know that God dots every I. You know God crosses every T. Nothing before His eyes is ever lost. He keeps track. And when we give, when we stand before Him and we give sacrificially, when we stand before Him in the secret place, and we call upon Him and we pray, and we intercede, and we release His life-giving power to the nations of the earth, God watches, and He takes note. The book of Acts is still being written. Yes. Folks, I said the book of Acts is still being written. Yes. Oh my God, church, <laughs> this Methodist and Lutheran congregation I've got to work with tonight here. Are you alive tonight? Yes. It's still being written. God watches our giving. He takes note of our prayers. He watches over them. And while we're believing for what we need, when we meet, when we take the seed and we plant it tonight, again, I just stand before the Lord and smile saying, God, you're going to meet our needs. Come on. Amen. God's going to meet our needs. God's going to meet your needs. All of your needs are met. All of your needs are met according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We're going to give in just a moment. I'm going to have the ushers come right now. If you need an offering envelope this evening, I want to make some clarity tonight on our giving. When you give tonight, make sure you're already given your normal tithe and offering for victory. What my wife and I have done, we have written an additional check. We've written it to victory. On the memo, we've wrote. Uh, missions or world missions. However, my, w- my wife wrote that tonight, but I believe she put missions. But I want to encourage you tonight, on your offering envelope, you will see missions. Okay? So make sure tonight that your gift, right on the envelope, you've marked missions. You don't have to put the dollar amount if you don't want people to see that tonight. Normally, I, I hardly ever put the dollar amount. Because I want that to be private, and those that take care of the offerings and count that, they see what my wife and I give. And so I want to encourage you tonight. Make sure you plant a special seed tonight. Again, through open Bibles, you can buy one Bible at $7 with discipleship training materials. So, ushers, would you come at this time? Guys, if you need an offering envelope, just lift your hand high tonight. You can do that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. 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 We're just doing envelopes right now, gentlemen. We're not giving yet. Thank you, Lord. Ask the Lord what he would have you to give tonight. Ask the Lord. <clears throat> and Cody, after you guys have prepared, whenever you're ready, you can step up and join me. <clears throat> tonight, as you give and throughout this week, we're not going to be sending this offering immediate. We're going to wait for one week for all the dollars to come in. You understand? We're going to wait for one week for all the dollars to come in, and then we're going to gather those, and we're going to put that with our missions money that is already in our missions account. And then what we're going to do is we're going to look at those dollars and look at what percentage we're going to point towards India and Syria for Bibles, and then with FAI in the Golan Heights. We're believing to give a great offering. Amen. Amen. Let's do it with joy. I'm glad many of you are smiling. I love it. I love it. God loves a cheerful giver. Amen? Amen. He loves a cheerful giver. (laughs) Honey, why don't you come join me and let's, let's take hands. And why don't you take hands with those that are right next to you tonight. Thank you for listening to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. For more information, go to our website at VictoryFLA.com.